Hi, my name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm obsessed with all things business, especially networking. Oftentimes, the opportunities that we have in business and even personally comes down to who we know. I love helping people build a thriving network with genuine people, even if they are new to the game, afraid to say the wrong thing, or need a reminder to just do it. I'm a California transplant living in Northern England who's taken her business chops from California to New York and now the US to the UK. I work from home and run two businesses. No matter if you're a networking beginner or not, I can teach you the step-by-step behind the scenes secrets to building a network that you love. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be encouraged and have some fun while you learn. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. Hello, and welcome back to the Allergic to Small Talk podcast. You can catch me here every Thursday, or you can say what's up to me on Insta at It's Grow Grow. All right, let's get into the show. Have you ever joined a free business Facebook group? Usually, business Facebook groups provide you with some free resources to help you in your business. For example, there are groups that are focused specifically on the legal side of business. There are groups focus specifically on marketing, while others focus on providing you with a broad range of services. On top of this, some of these Facebook groups are absolutely ginormous, meaning there are thousands and thousands of members. Right about now, a couple of questions may be coming up for you, like, what does this have to do with networking, and how the heck do I not get lost in the online sea of thousands of people? Well, I'm glad you asked because my guest today will be able to shed light on both of these questions and so much more. Nikki is the CEO of the Inspire Network and an all-around business powerhouse. The Inspire Network is a national organization that aims to empower women to build businesses successfully. With a free Facebook community with around 12,000 members, yes, you heard that correctly, 12,000 members and a separate masterminding, networking, and learning-focused membership. When she's not working on Inspire or helping her members, Nikki is also the founder and chair of a charity that supports women to flee domestic abuse during pregnancy and supports them longer term to break cycles of abuse for women and their children. Nikki has two daughters, age seven and five. They're absolutely darling. And Nikki is passionate about investing time in empowering the next generation of women business owners, her charity, and her role as a mother. I met Nikki in 2020 through the Inspire Network, but the funny thing is, I had joined the Inspire Network's free Facebook group when I first moved to England in 2018. But I was a big-time lurker for about two years, meaning I would just read people's posts and kind of see what was going on. I didn't ever post, really. And at one point, I did join one of their offline meetings, but that was as far as my interaction as a free member went until late 2020. In 2020, I noticed that the Inspire Network introduced a paid version of their membership, and I joined because it was a very reasonable price. And there was also business masterminding. On our episode today, Nikki's going to drop some knowledge on us about large free business Facebook groups. Without further ado, let's meet Nikki. Hey, Nikki, welcome to the show. Hey, Ro, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. So I always like to have my guests tell my audience in their own words when people say, hey, Nikki, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you say? Well, pretty much everything that you just said in your intro. That was absolutely perfect, Ro. Thank you so much. 
I am a multi-hat wearing mum, investor, businesswoman, charity founder. My life is chaos, but I love it and I wouldn't change it for the world. And I just love being able to use my time to impact and serve others. It's such a blessing and a privilege. Excellent. Thank you. All right, Nikki, let's dive in to the world of Facebook groups. And you have a phenomenal Facebook group. Can you just tell us a little bit about the Inspire Network Facebook group and give us a little background on it? Our Facebook group, as you said, it has nearly 12,000 members. So as you can imagine, there are all kinds of different people in there with different stories, different types of businesses. But our goal as a Facebook group is to be really inclusive to any woman who is based in the UK who wants to grow their business. So it doesn't matter what kind of business it is. There are all kinds of different types of businesses. We have people who are self-employed, who have limited companies. We even have some not-for-profit founders in our group as well. And we love to just support and nurture women on their journey to help them to grow their business. But we also recognize that people have different aspirations and goals for their businesses. So some women want to skyrocket to success and they have big aspirations and goals for their businesses. Other women feel that, just making a few extra hundred quid a month would be an achievement for them. So we have a real range of people with different goals. And that's what excites me about Facebook group is it brings together this kind of hodgepodge of people. And when you get them sharing their experiences and their ideas and their knowledge and their connections, you get all kinds of amazing things happening. So I love the group. I love the opportunities that it presents when it's used properly. And I think for me, I'm sure we're going to be talking about this more and unpacking this a bit this session, but just the ability to understand how to network in a Facebook group is so powerful for your business when you understand how to do it. And what surprises me is how people like you even said yourself, Rope, you can lurk for months, even yeah. years and spend hours of your life watching what's going on in groups, but never be seen and never make any relationships or any connections. And I think that is the biggest shame because there is so much that you can do when you're willing to kind of get involved in a Facebook group when you know how to do it properly. Excellent. Okay, great. So let's start with why would somebody want to join such a large community? Some people may see like, wow, the group has like over 10,000 members. How will I get seen? So what is like the advantage and why would somebody want to join um, a large community such as the Inspire Network? That's a really great question. And I think it does depend on what you're looking for from that group. So the first thing I'd say and kind of relating this back to Inspire, we exist to provide support and advice and help to our members and so the benefit of having thousands of members is that when you have a question you can stick it in that group and you know that there's going to be somebody in there that has an answer even if it might take a little while because of algorithms and things for you to to have that response you will get it and it won't cost you a penny so it's an amazing resource for your business to join a group where there is general business help and advice and when you have other business owners around you, they want to help. When they see somebody that they know they can share their experience with, they want to do that because it feels good to help other people, right? So there's a huge benefit in being in a large group from that perspective. But if you're joining a group purely because you want to get visible, 
then it's about understanding how to do that and recognizing that we all use Facebook for different reasons. But in a group like ours, where help and support and advice is central to what we're doing, getting visible isn't going to work if you take the approach of, I'm here because I just want to tout what I have to sell, because nobody in the group wants to see that. You don't want to see everybody else touting their stuff, right? So what makes anybody think that other people want to see them doing that stuff? So we have to approach our Facebook group engagement and activity from the perspective of there are lots of people in here. There is a purpose why they're here. So how can I get known in this group for all the right reasons. And when you have thousands and thousands of people who all take that approach, how can I get known in here for all the right reasons? It brings value to the whole community and you will stand out to a huge community. So the benefit of having lots and lots of people is that when everybody takes the same approach, you can get amazing results for your businesses and you can all bounce off each other and help each other. So the more people there are, the more opportunities there are to do that. But interestingly, just as like a little different perspective on this, when there are thousands of people, understandably, it would be easy to think that I'll get lost in the sea. And interestingly, most people have no awareness that even in a huge group, as a group admin, I am to look at my insights for my group to see what's going on. And I look at who my top posters are or my top engagers. They don't actually post that much. They don't Mm -hmm. actually engage that much. You would be amazed. It takes very little to be right at the top of the charts. So I encourage people listening to this podcast right now, if you're in a massive group and you think, oh, it's so busy, there's so much going on here. I don't know how to stand out. I'm not going to get noticed. There's just no point. I'm just going to sit here and look. You need to change that mindset right now because as busy as the group may seem to you, the reality is from the admin's perspective, it probably isn't as busy as you think. Your perception is very different often to the reality in Facebook groups. So I just want to encourage your listeners, Ro, to step out and get involved because it doesn't take much to get noticed. And you may not see the result of that straight away. You may not see the fruit of that. So you might think, oh, this isn't working because I'm not getting business. But it takes time to build relationships And it's in building those relationships in the groups that you will start to see the fruit. And that does take time. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you consistently show up, you'd be surprised. In 90 days time, you can start measuring how successful that has been. And you might well be surprised. But don't expect results overnight. I think that's where people go a little bit wrong. I hope that's helpful. That's absolutely helpful. I love that. I didn't even know that there was like background analytics on a group to kind of see who the most, I guess... I wouldn't say, is it active, like active members or? Yeah, most active, most engaged. So you can track who are your top posters. Ah. And also you can see who have who's left the most comments as well. So you kind of have a, a breakdown, like a top 100 type list. So you wow. can see who's at the top. So some groups actually snapshot, like screenshot their list And we'll share it into the group and go, come on, guys, can you do better than this? Like, I challenge you to be more involved because actually sometimes people don't realize that it doesn't take a lot to get to the top. Wow. I I really did not know that. That's super cool. Okay, excellent. So 
when members are trying to get involved, right, what's like the best way to get involved? Is there rules they need to read? Are there uh, specific themes that happen within a group? What's the best way that a member can move from the lurking side into starting to participate and get engaged? That's a really great question. And for our group, we'll have one response to that question. I guess for other groups, it will be different. But I think there are some general principles that I would suggest that probably are applicable elsewhere as well. So when you're joining a group, including ours, you are asked questions normally. So the very first thing you do to get into the group is make sure you actually answer the questions because otherwise you may not even get in. Once you're in, (laughs) part of that process is ticking a box usually to say, I have read the rules. If you tick that box and you haven't read the rules and you then go on to break the rules, the leaders of that group are not going to have any sympathy when you break the rules. They're not going to send you a personal message and be like, hey, Ro, I'm really sorry, but you've broken our rule. I'd really like it if you'd post this and I'd like you to do this. Like they're busy. They have busy lives. So make it easy for them. If you're going to post stuff, make sure it doesn't break the rules. And handy little tip, Facebook have just released an update that whenever you go now to write a post in a group or even a comment in a group, there is a little tiny rules tab that sits above your box that you're typing your post into. So you can check that you're not breaking the rules as you write your post. So there really is no reason for anyone to break any rules. So if you break the rules of a group, You can expect to either be muted, like some groups mute people so they can't keep breaking rules, particularly in the comments. If you're like being angry and nasty and breaking rules, then they might just mute you because they've just had enough of it for a while (laughs) and they just need a break. They could remove you from the group. They're well within their rights to do that. They might privately message you and say, look, you've broken a rule. This is like one strike. If you do it again, you're out. Everyone has a different approach. At Inspire, we're really flexible compared to a lot of groups. But it's amazing, Ro, you would be surprised. The people who get cross when you say, I'm really sorry you've broken a rule. Here's (laughs) the reasons why people still feel like they're entitled to challenge you. And it's like, (laughs) it's there in the rules. Anyway, so that's, as you can tell, one of my pet peeves as an admin is, is breaking rules. So if you want to get popular with the admins of the group and you want to be respected in the group, then make sure your posts get seen and make sure your comments get seen by not breaking the rules, because there's no point wasting time posting if it doesn't get through. So number one, definitely stick to the rules. A second tip that I would have is look at what the group is about and make sure that your post is actually adding value to the group in some way. And it doesn't have to be in a really obvious way. So like our group is all about providing business help and support and advice. But obviously, if people don't ask questions, then there's not a huge amount to help people with. (laughs) So actually our community is dependent on people trusting our space to come and ask a question and a genuine question, not just for the sake of it, you know, to get some attention and not a manipulative style question. We want people to come and ask their genuine questions. So if you're struggling with something and you've got a bit of a question about a marketing issue, then coming into the group and saying, I've got a bit of a question about a marketing issue. Has anyone got any insight? This is the challenge that's hugely valuable for the group to then be able to brainstorm ideas and jump on into the comments. And actually that brings value to the whole community because there'll be other people in the group that will see that post and go, oh, I want to know the answer to that, which is the great thing about big groups. It will interest lots of different people. So if you show up and you actually ask genuine questions or you use the group for the way that it's intended to, then you will get more visible because your posts will get commented on because they're relevant. 
if you're posting irrelevant stuff for the group, if it passes the rules, it's still not going to get a lot of traction because the people in that group aren't going to resonate with it. So when you show up in a group, try and post things that are relevant to the audience of the group and why they're there. So in our group, yeah, you know, we'd say, turn up, ask your questions, be willing to put yourself out there. And as admins, you know, if we see people jumping on and just trying to sell or behaving inappropriately, then we shut those things right down. So we look after our posters as best we can. The third thing that I would say, apart from sticking to the rules and posting relevant value related content is actually engage with the themes and the posts that the admins post because most group admins will post on a regular basis and some of them will have prevailing themes that like they roll every month or every week some admins will post ad hoc and they'll post value content and you know those posts will often get seen by a lot of people because the admins get more traction than members do so it's worth showing up on those threads when you see one and commenting on it but actually a lot of other people will do the same. So it's just about bearing in mind that just posting on threads isn't going to get you the traction that you necessarily need. So getting involved on the group's threads and on the admin's threads is a great way to kind of start out if you're just lurking and you just want to kind of dip your toe in and have a go. But actually, for me, I think the most powerful way that people can get involved, aside from posting themselves, which is hugely powerful, is commenting on other people's posts. Engaging first, post second. And I say this on any social platform, actually. It's all about engaging with other people and building relationships. So if you show up and you actually get involved in somebody else's post and you can bring value to them, they're going to be like, oh, that Rose, she's really helpful. Oh, I like her. And then they've noticed you. Right. Tick number one in the box, they've noticed you. So when you then pop up again, they're like, that's that Rose again. She's so helpful. She's always here <laughs> helping. She's really lovely. Who is she? Let me click on her link to her profile. So they're starting to go on a bit of a journey because right. they're seeing you. But you have to show up. You have to post. You have to comment for that right. process to happen. So those are some tips that I would give people to help them get involved in a group, just to make sure that at the very base level, they're being seen and being heard, you know? I love those tips. It's so good. I think I had to fumble around with kind of understanding how to use the group properly. And I think a lot of people through lockdown, when that all happened, had to figure out how do we navigate the online space? And then I feel like a focus on the Facebook groups became even bigger. And yeah, these tips are going to be really helpful for anyone that's trying to engage with a larger Facebook community. So I hope you all are taking notes because these are really, really, really good tips. Okay, great. We're talking now about the free group. Let's shift gears to the paid version. A lot of large Facebook business groups will have two versions of a group, a free platform where anyone that meets the criteria and agrees to the rules can join. And then there's a paid version. So can you just talk about the differences between the two? Yeah, of course. I mean, it varies depending on the business group and why they're there and what makes them different. So for us, you know, we only work with women who are based in the UK who have businesses of their own. 
our kind of focus is just making sure that we're bringing together women who meet those criteria. But actually, the reason that we have a paid membership is because first and foremost, the amount of time that goes Mm. into providing our services is huge. And that has a value. So we have to charge for it. We can't give everything away for free as much as I would actually love to. Trust me, I would. But It's a case of when you make that leap from a a free group into a paid group, Mm. what you're saying is, I want the next level of what is available here. And when you say that, you're making a bit more of a commitment to the community. And it's, I think it's a subconscious sort of psychological thing, as much as it is a financial thing about saying, I want to be a part of the fabric of this organization. I want to really put myself out there and build quality relationships with people. And it's that whole thing of pay to play. You know, when you put a little bit of money behind yourself and your business, you get exposed to other people that are also putting a little bit of money behind themselves and their business. And that's a mindset thing. You know, when you get a group of people that say, yeah, I'm not just freeloading. I'm not just here to get everything that I can for free. I actually believe in myself and my business enough to invest something into it. But I also want to be exposed to other people that share my commitments to business, because quite often what you find in free Facebook groups is there'll be a whole ton of people who aren't really taking their businesses seriously. Maybe they haven't started yet. Maybe they're just hanging out to see what low hanging fruit they can pick in terms of like little referrals here and there. But actually, they're not getting the good stuff. But because for whatever reason, whether they don't see the value in the membership or they have a money mindset issue around investing in themselves or their business, that's usually what it is, they won't invest in the paid side, which is in some ways a good thing because then the people that do invest in the paid side get access to other people who really do get the benefit of networking and of whatever the service is that is being provided. So What's being provided in the pay group obviously is critical to the offer, right? You're not just going to join something because someone says, give me money and you get to be in a group (laughs) because you've already got a free group. Why would you pay for that? There's extra stuff that is available behind that paywall. And actually, Facebook even say you can't just charge for a Facebook group. You have to be delivering additional services you can't charge for their for their services. So for an Inspire's sake, we have weekly masterminding and a lot of people that run masterminding charge quite a lot for that service so we deliver it through our group because it means that we don't have additional administration costs it keeps it simple so we can keep our cost down to our members to access that masterminding because we're not paying out for additional bits and pieces so they get huge amount of value in terms of masterminding with other women who have put a little bit of money behind their business and said yeah I want to mastermind with you so you're getting access to a caliber of people that are kind of leveling up compared to the free Facebook group people. So that step up is quite important because I think when you actually put a bit of money behind yourself, you want to get the value out of that. So you will engage more. You will connect with the other people that are engaging more. So you're bringing value to each other. And often in groups, it's actually the community itself that holds the value. The extra stuff is almost extra stuff. So for us, The masterminding is probably the most important part of what we do, but the community that we have in our our paid Facebook group is just for people that have put a bit of money behind themselves who are coming to the masterminding and they're actually building relationships with each other. So it's a smaller, more protected space in a paid group. You don't necessarily get 
the tens of thousands that you can get in a free group. So you get that benefit of feeling safer and that what you're sharing isn't necessarily going to be seen by every woman and her dog. It's actually just the people that are in that group. And that has value for some people because they can be a bit more vulnerable and a bit more comfortable being vulnerable when they know who's in the group and they know each other because they're coming to the masterminding. From my perspective, in our group, leveling up from free to paid is about saying, yes, I'm serious about my business. Yes, I want to connect with other people that are serious about their business. Yes, I want what this service has to offer. And I'm going to engage with it because I'm putting some money behind it. And, you know, you've got to have some skin in the game Uh, as a coach as well. What I notice is when people aren't paying very much or they're not paying at all, they don't show up. They don't invest because they've got nothing to lose. Whereas when you've actually put something behind yourself, you want to show up psychologically you want to get your value so for me the paid group option is really helpful for personal accountability really to say yeah I actually want to get involved in this and and really take it seriously but as a group leader I don't know if any of your listeners are considering setting up groups Um, I was going to touch on this as well yeah good cool so you know if you're actually setting up a group having a paid group gives you your I hate to use this word because it's so cliched but your tribe you know your community of people who really get you who really get the value that you bring who really want to be a part of what you have to offer and let's be honest if you spend all your time running a free Facebook group and you don't have a paid offer somewhere along the line you're going to really struggle to keep that community going long term I think a lot of people underestimate how much time and effort, and energy, and sleepless nights going <laughs> running a Facebook group. People underestimate it massively. And if you don't have a, a way of supporting that mm. financially, it ultimately isn't, you're going to lose the love, and you're going to end up closing it down. And so with Inspire, our paid offer is essential for the continuity and sustainability of our free community. If our paid membership didn't exist, the whole of the free Facebook group would close down. So essentially our paid members are the reason why we're able to continue doing that. But equally, we want to give all our paid members so much value because they're paying for a service. They deserve it. So everybody wins when you have a paid version alongside, it enables the free version to carry on. And I do think that sometimes People that use Facebook say that they don't like when they're in a group and there's a paid version and they're promoting their stuff. But actually, you've got to remember that if it wasn't for that stuff that they're promoting, you wouldn't be in that group at all. (laughs) That group wouldn't be there. You wouldn't get access to the wealth of, of support and knowledge and whatever else they give you. So remember that, you know, if it's free, it's because there's something else. You can't, you don't get something for nothing because it's somebody else's time and energy and investment they're putting in so unless it's a charity and they're being funded by the government or some other party it's going to have to be funded by the consumer i.e you and the other people in the group so I think even if it looks like it's free somewhere along the line they will be monetizing it somewhere somehow right somehow yeah for sure Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's really great to note because a lot of people that join Facebook, you know, Facebook is free to join and the communities are free to join. But I think what users and members of those communities need to understand as well is that, yeah, it is a business at the end of the day, especially when you start getting into those groups that are like thousands and thousands of members. 
And that's a very big undertaking to manage. Just imagine the influx of comments and moderating that needs to go on to make sure that it's a friendly community, especially if it's a good free like business Facebook group, you want to have that level of oversight to make the community welcoming and kind and also one that provides value. And I think you hit on one of the questions I was going to ask was, what makes a good Facebook group? What makes it really good? And I think you've really touched on a lot of that, which is having really great oversight, making sure you're providing a lot of value. I think the masterminds are really awesome, but I also think you provide workshops as well. Yeah, we do a monthly masterclass for members as a value add. But funnily enough, I've come under constructive criticism from coaches and mentors who have said, Nikki, you're giving way too much to people. And actually, the masterminding in itself brings so much value that by adding more to it, in some ways, you risk giving too much away that people actually undervalue it because they think, why is that so cheap to get all of that? So for example, with our equipped masterclasses that we run once a month, those in themselves, if we were to retail those, they would probably retail out at £29, something like that. £39 right. is sort of the going rate for sheer value, no upsell, no nothing else, at least. So if people are paying us £25 a month, then they're paying for the masterminding, but they're getting a £29 workshop for free. So right. we're layering additional value because we want it to be a no-brainer for people and we right. want to help and support people to grow their businesses. I just figure the more we can give them, the better. I do think that groups where they're very, very clear, this is what we offer, tend to do better and the members do better because they really know why they're there and they really want that thing. So having too much going on in a paid community can really confuse people and make them feel overwhelmed. There's this perception of, oh, no, like it's a FOMO thing. Like, oh, no, I can't get to that. I can't do that. I haven't got time for that. I'm missing out. I'm not getting value. But actually, it's like, what is that one thing worth for you? Um, for us, that's kind of has been my approach. But we're kind of simplifying things and streamlining things now so that people don't feel like they can't keep up with what's going on. That's really cool, Nikki. I love it. I think you gave us so many great tips on how to navigate a large Facebook business community and how to really be effective in those groups. So I really, really appreciate that. Nikki, is there anything else that you want to touch on and leave the audience with before you go? There is just one thing that I would love to share, which is my yes. message to anyone and everyone who is trying to get visible for their business on any social media platform, which is when you show up, don't be a spammy pammy if you're a woman at least, because <laughs> there is nothing worse as people, as humans, when you're scrolling through social, you're there because you want to be inspired, you want to take away ideas, you want to be entertained. There's nothing worse than somebody that every time they pop up, they're like, oh, by the way, I do this. By the way, I do that. Here's my link. Here's this. Like, add value, genuine value, and don't try and use it as a manipulative kind of cover for promotion because people see that if it was me you know if I was to be in somebody else's group and they were having a chat about something and I just dropped into the comments and went oh yeah I really empathize with this I've been through this yada 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 in my Facebook group I do this here's my link like straight away the, yes. any potentially good intent that I had in that comment has been just completely wiped because everyone can see that my heart has been to get my link in and promote myself. So when you're out there, when you're on social media, when you're on Facebook, don't just spam the groups that you're in. Don't spam the comments. 
be looking for ways to add value without actually shouting in any way about who you are and what you do. If people are interested, let them go to your profile. Make sure that your personal profile is optimized so that they can understand who you are and what you're about and what you do. So make sure that, you know, your company or your business is there in your jobs in the about Mm -hmm. section. And there is a page link that is clickable that they can go and check out and find out what it is that you do. Make sure that your bio on your personal profile has got some value statement and maybe a link to your website or something like that. So then if people are interested and intrigued, it's really easy for them, but you don't then have to shout about it everywhere you go. They will go if they're curious. And that is the best way to approach social media and getting visible on Facebook. So I hope that's a helpful tip for your listeners, Ro. And thank you so much. This was so, so helpful. I know my listeners are going to absolutely love it. So thank you so much. If the listeners want to engage with you, they want to find out more about the Inspire Network, how can we find you? Awesome. So you can visit our website, which is www.theinspirenetwork.co.uk, or you can head to facebook.com. And if you put in forward slash groups, forward slash the Inspire Network community, you can actually go straight and find our Facebook group. Absolutely. Cool. Thanks so much, Nikki. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for having me.